Oh my God. Is Jalen Brown going to be the one who wants out of Boston? Easy. There's a new report out there that suggests that it might be possible that he could want out if I'll explain it with the help of Tom Westerholm right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine and your first listen every day. I do appreciate that. Lockdown Celtics is free, available wherever you get your podcasts, and you can watch the show if you'd like on YouTube. I'd love it if you did that. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, and I am one of the media voters for the Celtics 75th anniversary team which is currently being unveiled by the team right now. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Check out prizepix.com. Use the promo code NBA. Go to your app store. Download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. So there's this Jalen Brown report uh, floating out there uh, by Steve Bullpet, formerly of the Herald, currently of heavy.com. And there's been a lot of discussion of this already. I've seen it online. And so I figured, let me bring in Tom Westerholm of the Genotime podcast, boston.com, former co-worker of mine when we both used to work at Mass Live, uh, just to break down, what, what, what are we thinking here? What's going on? What does this report say? So without further ado, here's my conversation with Tom Westerholm. All right, Tom Westerholm, I wish I, sh- I should have been recording for like the last 20 minutes because <laughs> as usual, Tom, our best stuff is the stuff that we don't record. Yeah, but uh, good to see you again, my friend, Tom. Geno Time Podcast, Boston.com. Uh, how's life over there on the other side? That's good, man. That's good. You know, I was telling you before, I uh, was remodeling my kitchen, and uh, you're getting high on your own supply with your, I am. Uh, with your takes. So I, I think takes, you, better, you better start firing them off, man. Let's, let's, let's start firing off takes because yeah. obviously the big thing is the the Steeple Pet report on Heavy.com. The, the headline sources Celtics. Jalen Brown could seek June divorce if team falters. And the headline's like, oh, my God, this could be it. Like, oh, my God, Jalen Brown could be out. So, all right, let's break this down, right? And that, so, first of all, we always got to consider the source, right? Steve Wilpet, longtime writer for the Herald, now working at heavy.com. Here's a guy, he's got sources. He, he's yep. talking to people. There's no doubt about it that he's talking to people around the Celtics, around the league. So this this piece to me, and you tell me if you think any different, this this piece to me is a outside the league, not Celtic sources heavy, kind of like reading of the tea leaves in Boston. And it's basically saying that the Celtics are said to be listening to all offers in advance of the, the deadline. Um, but they all acknowledge, like when it comes to Jalen Brown specifically, that they would have to give up a lot, like a lot, like, like Brad's like, Oh, you really, you want to talk about Jalen Brown? All right. Let's talk about Jalen Brown and the absolute haul that it would take to make, to make Jalen Brown. Re- because in reality, let's start with this. 
everybody could be available in the right deal, right? Like if if Milwaukee called and said, "Hey, uh, Tatum for Giannis, what do you think?" Like you got to be like, I propose that to you. I proposed that exact deal to you last summer. I want my credit. All right, continue. Yeah, no, but seriously, like, yeah, so right, so yeah. let, let's go. So in in the grand scheme of things, like, is Jalen Brown available? Nah, not really. Like, no, there's yeah, right. <laughs> but is he untouchable? Like. Well, what, what do you got? You got a Luka Doncic for me? All right. right. Exactly. Well, well, like, okay, then we can talk. Like, so technically, in this, like, yeah, yeah, you never know. Like, something, something could be, something could be there. And I also don't think if you're the Celtics, I don't think it benefits you to say like these guys are 100 percent off the table. There is not a single thing that would make us budge if you were like talking to other teams. Because I mean, I don't know. What if? what if Luca got upset? You know, like what if, what if one of these guys really wanted a trade and then the Celtics have already put out all these, you know, we're absolutely not interested in any trade. I don't think it benefits them to, to completely shut that stuff down. But I think your point about this being a report from other teams makes a lot of sense. I don't think, you know, the Celtics certainly aren't going to be the ones floating that Jalen Brown is, you know, like could be asking out at the end of the season or anything like that. Like that's just not, that, that doesn't benefit them in any way. So I think you're right. This sounds like something that other teams might, you know, got teams around the league who talk, you know, presumably to the Celtics who talk to each other. Like these are not just like, you know, random names, I assume, you know, when, when you talk about people around the league, these are people who probably know some things and certainly know more than we do. But at the same time, you know, it just this coming out at this point does not benefit the Celtics or Jalen Brown in any way. So this, this is going to start a whole thing. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, obviously Jalen's going to have to answer this stuff in the media. Um, one of us is going to ask the question and he's going to have the answer, or maybe he'll just come right out and be like, uh, let me just address this first. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how this impacts his mood. Um, but again, this is like, this is, I think general GM stuff. Every GM does this at every trade deadline you want to improve your team. Brad Stevens probably doing this too, looking around the league and saying like, okay, who can we pick off? Who can we get at a bargain? Who who can we um, maybe like pry from this team and be like, hey, you sure you don't want to blow it up? You sure this is how you want to go? So it, it feels like when you look at this report, again, I'm not, the, the he has his sources and his sources are telling him this stuff. And there's no doubt that there's a feeling around the league that, hey, if, things continue to go bad that maybe this could be a situation where Jalen Brown could be like, yeah, uh, you know, may maybe I do, maybe I do want out. Yeah, of course. And like, I think, I think the GMs, you know, to, to your analogy, like they're not above like, you know, swooping in and trying to jab the, the other team and, and kill them if they have to, right? Like they'll, they'll, um, they're, they're not, it doesn't just have to be roadkill, you know, like a, right. a GM can come in there and, uh, and maybe sideswipe, uh, the other <laughs> team by, uh, by, you know, by trying to, like, look like this up. One of those cool hawks that knocks a sheep off the side of the mountain? Yeah. Yeah, like one of them. Like, I think that's what whoever this, uh, they might be trying to do that. Because, yeah, I mean, the Celtics have been playing a lot better. All of a sudden, you know, everybody's got good vibes from this team all of a sudden. Like, Jalen and Jason are playing really well together. So, yeah, why not try to leak to some, you know, like, try to maybe leak some of the, the, the bad feelings that you've been hearing all season and being like, yeah, I don't know, maybe Jalen's going to ask out, like, you know, it's a, the NBA is a dirty game sometimes. So I, I could, I could certainly see that being the case here as well. I don't think it's just necessarily like, um, yeah. And I maybe everybody might not be operating with a hundred percent good intentions when they leave. <laughs> but okay, let's, let's just be honest here though. 
isn't this report just basically the same thing that we've all been saying kind of all along? So much more to break down here with this report. I'll come back with Tom in just a minute. First, let me tell you about prize picks. Are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? You need to try this award-winning app, Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. I love it. I know you love it. Those of you who have tried it, I had somebody come up to me at the Garden uh, after the Miami Heat game said that he got turned on to Prize Picks and he's like addicted to it. So he tried it. You should try it too. It's very easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over or under on the projection so you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers, which is really cool. You're not playing against a bunch of pros with supercomputers. You versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Super easy. It's safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. You get a variety of options with prize picks too. So points scored, rebounds, steals, over under our Marcus Smart Steals is a fun one to try. PrizePix allows mixed sport entries. So users can take the over under on uh, Jason Tatum's rebounds, which is a you know, big rebounder there. And like the under on, you know, when the, when the Patriots are playing, uh, you could have taken the under on Mac Jones uh, passing yards. Uh, it's not just NBA, it's like I said, NFL. Uh, MLB, soccer, MMA, college football, college basketball, all across the board. Uh, for limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer offer for all of you. Get You get $50 free if a player in your PrizePix entry scores a single point. You have to use the code NBA. That's right. It's a very exclusive offer for Locked On fans. Sign up today. Use the code NBA for $50 free if your PrizePix entry scores a single point. Point. Make sure you're going to prizepicks.com, download the app, use that promo code NBA. Today's show is also brought to you by TurboTax. People think unusual circumstances means complicated taxes, but for TurboTax live experts, that's what makes things interesting. We all have unique lives, and whether you have invested in crypto for the first time this year, you own an up-and-coming small business, or you're raising rambunctious twins, Luckily, TurboTax Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, or do your taxes for you from start to finish. They can help you get every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation. And you can have uh, a TurboTax Live expert that you talk to live through your computer or phone without leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here however you need them. And if you need an extra hand, hand off your taxes to them. They will do it all for you. TurboTax Live experts say an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. So visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Into it, TurboTax Live. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. I want to make sure that you are following the Lockdown NBA channel on YouTube because on the trade deadline day, we're going to do a special live trade deadline show uh, hosted by Kim Becker, myself, uh, Josh Lloyd of the uh, Lockdown Fantasy, and Antonio Daniels, the former NBA player, giving analysis on all the trades, big and small, if they don't happen, why they didn't happen. Local experts, when the deals do go down, it's going to be a level of insight you're not going to get anywhere else. So make sure you're subscribed to the Lockdown NBA channel. Turn on those notifications to know when we go live. Now, let's get back to the conversation with Tom Westerholm on this report about Jalen Brown. Coming into the season... Haven't, hasn't like 
every one of us, uh, you know, on our podcasts and in our right, like Jalen Brown has a couple years left on his deal. Hasn't it always just kind of been presumed that the Celtics need to get this thing right soon because Jalen only has a couple years left on his deal. And if things don't get right, you risk losing Jalen. Like Jalen's the first domino that could potentially fall. So again, I'm not questioning the report. I don't no. think the report is 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 valid. But I think what he's what we're getting is other team executives are basically just saying the same thing that we've been saying on our podcast since before the season. The Celtics are in a position right now where this is like their last season before you can before you have to like really start like making these guys happy and, and, and winning and all this stuff. This is the last season of hey, this is a bridge year. Just bear with us while we figure this thing out. Like it's it's the the equivalent the pro basketball equivalent of like being on hold you can yeah. only keep these guys on hold for so long before they hang up and i feel like we've all been talking about that jason just signed his deal jalen signed his first and frankly jalen's deal is a little under market now considering when he signed it and how he's playing now so yeah like yeah of course of course all of these executives are going to say this because that's the actual case that if the Celtics don't get this right soon, they do run the risk of a wing in his mid-20s and only a year or two left on his contract to be like, yeah, you know what? I kind of want out of here. I don't trust this. Just the same way we said that with Anthony Davis and Giannis and any other player in the situation. So, yeah, the sources are telling Steve, you know, I, I believe that they've told him this stuff, but oh yeah, it's it's kind of like, this. it's obvious. It's the same thing that we've been saying. Yeah, and the same thing that we've been saying, and I think one of the things that that maybe we we didn't make a big enough case about on all of our podcasts and everything is the fact that it's Jalen, right? Because I think a lot of us, you know, we would always talk about Tatum. It would always sure. be like, you know, Tatum wants to go play in Phoenix or Tatum wants X, Y, you know, Tatum's going to leave if they don't go get his buddy Bradley Beal. Like, whatever it was, we were all fixated on Tatum, Tatum, Tatum. Look, Jalen's contract comes up first, and Jalen... Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like, I don't think he has been as prioritized by the franchise as as Tatum has. I think, you know, like, they clearly are building, this is Tatum's team, right? And, and like, Jalen is, you know, like, the other star, right? Like, Jalen, you're a star, you're a star. But it's like, well, I mean, you know, sure feels like Tatum is the guy that everybody's building around. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think, you know, I, I think to your point, like, this is not... This should not be a surprise. This is not something that you, you know, oh, wow, like, wait a minute. Like, if, if this team continues to struggle, like, you know, stars are going to ask out. Yeah, of course. Like you said, like, this is, um, you know, none of these none of these guys are from here. You know, the, these guys all, like, if if they, obviously, it's the first team they were drafted to. It's, you know, it's their first experience in the NBA. But, I mean, you know, like, how many, how many stars play their whole career with that team? So few, right? Like, that, right. and that's why... You know, the teams do hover, you know, teams hover around these stars because they often get traded, you know, after, after their rookie deal, if their team isn't perfect. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Celtics are, Celtics are, are in a tough spot, but to your point, it's the same tough spot that they were in, I think, you know, before, um, you know, before this rumor and before, uh, you know, before the season, really. Yeah. And look, I, I think they, they, I think they have made some accommodations for him. I think I'm, I'm not going to. I don't want to disrespect Tony Dobbins by saying that he's only here for Jalen Brown because that 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 does minimize his abilities as a, as an assistant coach. 
but it also really helped that Jalen Brown is like he's Jalen's guy. Yeah, yeah, hundred you know, percent. Like, so like he's like Tony Dominic, he knows basketball and he's he's a very deserving coach. At the same time, Jalen loves him and works with him closely, and and that's a big I think that's a big concession for considering Ime was very like he brought in all his own guys and everything was under like Ime did everything like his own way, but they still kept Tony Dobbins. And it wasn't just a, Hey, look, thank you. You're great. All of all of the assistant coaches that left that, that weren't renewed are also very good basketball people as well. Yeah. yeah. Jaylor and Jaylor and is a great coach, but and he worked with Tatum, so that's a good point. That's a good distinction because he was the guy who worked with Tatum this whole time. Yeah, so, so there is there is some level of make doing the little things right now. Like, are are, are we hiring uncles and cousins yet? I don't think so. Right. But we're we're you know we're in that position where guys look. We have these things that are specifically geared towards you guys, and we're we we love you. We want you to resign here, and the goal for Brad Stevens is to get. Jalen to re-sign that second, you know, that that next deal to get him on one more contract, and then from there, it's it's you got to start winning championships. Uh, I will also say that in today's NBA, I think we're we're moving away. You tell me if you think differently. We're moving away from the um, this guy is in the last year or two of his deal. Um, he's going to want out the amount of money that you give up doing that is so significant that I think we might be going the more Bradley Beal route where Bradley Beal, I don't know if he wants to stay in Washington. He publicly says he does, but I feel like Bradley Beal is more likely to say, I'm going to resign my extension. I'll, I'll take all of the money from Washington. And then at the next deadline, be like, okay, you know what? Thanks for the money. You, you haven't done anything for me. Now I, now I want out after having got my money. And and that's going to be the, more of the goal. So I don't know if it's the Celtics only have a year left of Jalen or if they have two years of the next contract and like an extra six months to, for Jalen to kind of make up his mind. What I'm hearing you say is that Ben Simmons is a trailblazer by uh, signing his extension. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, all right, good. I was just clarifying. No, I, I think that's all right, you know, and and I mean there is so I, I and I do think like this I don't know, I, I'm I'm kind of high on this last Celtic stretch because I've been I've been higher on them than like a lot of people, especially a lot of people that I talk to on a regular basis all season. That I just think that like I think they're a little better this year than than kind of the consensus has been. So I do kind of think that there is you know the on court um, fit. I think it does matter a lot to both Jalen and Jason, and I do think it's it seems like it's improving, right? Like it seems like this last like. So the stretch of games in January, like it just feels like things are coming together a little bit more. So maybe this is all a moot point, you know, maybe they, you know, maybe they end up in love. I don't know, like the, the, the fifth seed or something and they, they play okay in the playoffs and maybe, you know, Brad does some, you know, makes some good moves in the off season and this is all, you know, forgotten. But I, I do think, you know, it, it's, it's very worth addressing in, in, in these settings because it's going to be a, a source of frustration for Jalen over the next like couple of weeks, like you were alluding to, like, He's not going to like these questions. And I mean, it's hard to blame him. Like, this is just, you know, this is a report that all of a sudden he has to deal with, right? It's like, he didn't, he didn't ask for this. He didn't ask to be, uh, to be put on the spot with this stuff, but he's going to be. And, 
I can I can understand why that would be frustrating for him. Um, but it's it's coming, and it's it's there's going to be some eye rolling. Back to wrap up the show with Tom in just a minute. First, let me tell you about Built Bar. I know we're into February now. You've had a month of those New Year's resolutions. How are you doing with those? I hope you're doing better than me. Uh, and it's tough when I'm traveling and, and covering the team and all that. I've got to get better about my snacking. And that means putting Built Bar in my travel bag. I always put it in my gym bag, but I got to start putting them in my travel bag because it's great to get me through the day, get me through that, that plane ride, those, those delays. Uh, put those Built Bars in your your candy bar drawer. Uh, it can help you get through some of those snacking attacks that you're trying to get through. The candy bars that you're gonna get, 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. Get a Built Bar, it's covered in 100% chocolate. It tastes great and 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. It's great, gives your body what it wants and it satisfies that craving that you have. You can feel better about that. You know, have one in the morning for breakfast if you'd like. Have one, like I said, put in your gym bag. Bring them to work. Put a few in your drawer. This way, at like 2 o'clock when you get that that kind of ping in your stomach, you're like, oh, all right, Built Bar. Go check it out, Built.com. Locked 15 is going to get you 15% off, and it's going to do it every single time. Check out what they have. All of the information, all the nutrition information is laid out for you right there. They don't hide anything. So check it out, Lock15, use it every single time you go back to order. Lock15 gets you 15% off at Built.com. Today's show is also brought to you by my very good friends at Crack Sauce, C-R-A-I-C. They are up in Lowell, Massachusetts. They are made by a Celtics season ticket holder and his local employees using local ingredients at local farms. Get the picture, it's all local. Support a local business from a Celtics season ticket holder. It's, it's That's a great reason to buy these in general. Also, they're awesome. Just buy this awesome hot sauce, which I use almost every day when I cook because these aren't just bottles of blow your face off hot. These are flavors, ingredients that you can put into your cooking or throw them into a burrito, a breakfast burrito, something that you're making, the, the, the shepherd's pie, uh, a fish dish. There's all of these great Golden Pumpkin, 40 Shades of Green Chili, Mill City Red, Brian Burroughs Curry. All of those flavors offer a little something different. And they have 10 to 20 ingredients in each bottle. So it's not just peppers, vinegar, and just blow your mouth off hot stuff. These are great. The heat level is different. The flavor's a little different. You can use it in however many ways you want. I love it. I use it. I've got two, three bottles of each one in my cabinet right now. Cracksauce.com, C-R-A-I-C, cracksauce.com. Use the promo code Locked On. You're going to get 10% off. It's great for a gift. If you know somebody that loves hot sauce, you get a birthday coming up. Father's Day is coming up uh, in a few months. That'll be around the corner. Hey, Mother's Day is coming up. Maybe mom likes hot sauce. You know, there's nothing that says mom doesn't like hot sauce. Maybe your Valentine loves hot sauce. Great gift that is unique and i'm telling you hot sauce lovers gonna love it cracksauce.com promo code lockdown for 10 percent off again i, I want to make sure that i'm clear i'm not disparaging the reporting at all the, no he, he has his sources and they told him this stuff and he wrote a story about it as he should but it's not like you said it's not what Jalen brown asked for and steve hasn't been one of the members is a very limited amount of people allowed in that media room thanks to covid 
So it's Steve has has not been in that room. I hope they let him into that room so he can ask the question directly of Jalen because it's his story. He should be the one to ask the question because if I have to be the one to ask the question, <laughs> then it's, you know, Jalen's going to direct his anger towards me or the people in the room in general and be like, um, you know, you guys are starting this. Like, look, man, I, I didn't start anything. Right. I'm, right. I'm just, I'm just here. We're like, we got to ask. And so, yeah. Uh, and, and it should be, it should be noted that uh, very much to his credit, like Bullpet's not a guy who's like ever shied away from that. So I don't never. know. If, like, yeah. Like the Kyrie season. I mean, he was the guy who elicited that reaction about like, this is all fake. You guys are all fake after the all-star break. Cause he was asking Kyrie the very pointed and very like pertinent That's questions does, he yes. had to be asking. So um, I, I want to make sure make that clear as well, that both of us, I think uh, certainly respect the way that, uh, that bullpit does not shy away from his reporting. So. Yes, absolutely. Now he, he did send a clarification tweet, uh, you know, after he tweeted out his story says Jalen Brown has not capital, not asked for a trade. As Celtic sources, I think every one of the players has expressed frustration at some point this season. And then he said, as a favor, I'd politely ask all to read the full story before reacting. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, if anything, that like, of course they're not going to read the whole story. People react to headlines all the time. Well, even the people, even the people who do you the favor of clicking on it are reading like the first paragraph, skimming yeah. the rest of it, and they're out. Like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. The forgotten tab on the uh, the the desert of their Google Chrome. Yeah, but like like you said, we're gonna like we should we should just dive into this little part um, a little more deeply. The bottom line here is all of this is centered around if the Celtics continue to falter, and there's there are a couple elements to that. The short term is do they continue to falter this season, and how do they look right now, and does he like? where they are Jalen does does he like where they're going um has did the praise that we heard last night after the game where you know I think it's kind of curious that Horford comes out and out of nowhere it's like yeah Jalen has been the guy in the locker room that's kind of been you know holding us together with this message message and Smart's been like yeah man he's really been vocal lately and you know, he's, he's really showing his leadership. And this, and one of the stories, my story out of this, uh, out of last night was about Jalen's leadership that the guys were suddenly talking about and to, to a similar degree, Jason, like kind of funny how those things came out last night. And then this story comes out today. Like, I don't know that they're connected. It just feels like Al dropped it out of nowhere, but in the short term, if the Celtics are trending better and he can see that, yeah, no, I, I get it. We're we're better than what we've seen, and and this is actually not bad. Then that should put all of this to bed. Yeah, no, I mean it should like because like the whole this whole season has been an exercise in why are they not a little bit better than like why why are they less than the sum of their parts? And all of a sudden it feels like you know this. I mean, I I, I still wouldn't say they're the sum of their parts because they have two young all stars and like a bunch of like decent role players around them. But it does it does feel like things are, are starting to, uh, to pull back together to your, to your point about, about the Horford, um, uh, about Horford and smart saying that it was, I thought it was very noteworthy too, because like smart is not somebody who ever goes out of his way to compliment Jalen in particular. I think like he, he and Jalen and then they have a good relationship, but they do kind of like, 
you know, I think they kind of try to drive each other sometimes, right? Like they try to inspire each other. Like, like, you know, I, I need to see this from Jalen. And I mean, obviously smart had those comments at the beginning of the year that were so uh, like inflammatory sort of, um, you know, about guys needed to pass a little bit more, but you know, smart has, has talked about the progress that Jalen has made in the past, but to hear him really compliment Jalen's leadership, like that was, that was very new. Like we've never heard him compliment Jalen's leadership. We've heard him compliment like, you know, Jalen's mentality, Jalen's skill, all of that stuff. But I don't think we've ever heard him talk about the way that Jalen is sort of, you know, leading the team and sort of trying to try to rally people together through a tough time. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's just a simple function of Jalen hasn't done that before and now right, he's doing right. it. And so, yeah, smart is praising him for, for starting to do that. Um, I, I, I just, I think that slowly these guys are starting to figure things out. I think the full health has helped them significantly. And we, we talked about like, we get so caught up in the, the wins and losses that, and we slowly tend to blow off how much they were missing. And we, you know, we came into the season saying this team can be good. They're not that deep. They, they, and they certainly can't afford to lose either Jalen or Jason for any stretch of time. And what have they done? They've lost Jalen and Jason for stretches of time. And it didn't help that Ime's response was, yeah, let's start Dennis Schroeder. Like that, <laughs> that in retrospect, and I mentioned this on yesterday's show, that in retrospect was a bad decision. And I think, I think the team did a lot to try to keep Schroeder happy to keep his trade value up. But that in the net effect of keeping the ball out of certain guys' hands and, and pushing smart off to a wing rather than as the point guard, I think that did more damage than, you know, th than starting Schroeder helped. So, I mean, Schroeder has been decent in, in, in some games for sure, but I think now that they're in full health and that smart is kind of very solidly running the team and they're pushing the ball and they're starting to move the ball and they're starting to defend. I think we're starting to see like what we thought they could be. Like, I think we're starting to see it take shape and it doesn't hurt that they've, they've started to get that against some, some really bad teams. I think it helps that as they started to get their footing, it's like training wheels. Like they had some training wheels games here against some of these bad teams. And you could even kind of ramp it up a little bit, right? Like it's like the training wheels games and then like, you know, like the training wheels are off, but you're still kind of holding their seat a little bit because they're playing against the Heat without any of their good, like, you know, without like Jimmy Butler and everybody, but they still had Bam. So like there's, there's something there. Like, you know, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good analogy. I mean, like this is, uh, and, and I mean, like, I think to your point about, about smart, if he, like, if we're talking about keeping Jalen happy and, and Jason happy and everything, I mean, the thing that smart's doing, like the way that he is all of a sudden facilitating what, like the, the steps that he's taken in terms of, of his passing and, and his, like, you know, taking the right shots all the time. I mean, he has been uh, like a revelation. His defense has been awesome. Like this, uh, this has been quite the stretch for that man. He's, he's having, he's having himself a good month there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and so like when it, certainly as the report suggests, like nothing, I don't think anything big is going to happen during the trade deadline. Like that would be, that would be an ultimate shocker. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even think anything happens this off season. Like, even if things, even if, like, let's just, the worst case scenario that they fall out of the playoffs, and, like, I still don't think that that's the, the time 
for either side to be like, that's it. I'm out of here. Right. Um, I, I think that I, I don't think that's, first of all, I don't think that's Jalen Brown's mentality. Like I don't, th unless he's, I can't imagine that he's so unhappy in Boston that he is ready to leave depending on how the rest of this season goes. Yeah. I think, I, you know, I think he's got, and he's got irons in the fire here. Like, man, he, I think he's trying to do stuff publicly. I think he's trying to do like help the city, you know, on a, on a personal level, a social level. So I, I do think that he's invested in, in being in Boston beyond just the basketball. So I, I, I just don't see him as, as the type of guy that's like ready to like pick up and be like, that's it. I'm out of here with, with a couple years left on his contract. I think, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I guess I'll wrap it up by just saying like, I'm, I'm right back to where I thought before the season you got this year. If next year is the same thing and the Celtics really can't figure it out after, after last year's COVID stuff and this year's COVID, if they go into next year and it's a lot of the same stuff, then I can see the frustration being like, look, you're asking us to do a lot. We're adjusting our games. We're doing all of this crazy stuff where we're doing everything you're asking me what are you doing to support me and, and Tatum? What are you doing to support us? If this, you're just giving us spare parts and asking us to elevate, you know, no disrespect to Josh Richardson, but like give us something a little bit more. And if you can't do that after this off season in, in next trade deadline, then I can see the frustration leading to a point where they're like, all right, you know what? I'm done. Well, and I think Jalen strikes me as, as two things, right? He strikes me as like a very reasonable person and also somebody who does, you know, very much know basketball, right? So I think he could look at this team and even if, you know, like, like yeah, if, if he and Tatum aren't really working as a duo or like, you know, if, if, this, if this recent stretch is just kind of a mirage and this team is actually kind of, you know, just, just exactly what, you know, what they seem to be in the first couple of months of the season, if if this pairing doesn't work, if this whole, you know, experiment doesn't work, yeah, I could, I could definitely see Jalen asking out, but at the same time, I think he also, yeah, you know, I mean, he, he, and you can look around this team and, and say all the things that you said, right? Like they're, they're all that they're, they've got guys in and out as, uh, as email likes to say, like they've, they've just, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of mitigating factors, I think. And, and Jalen is certainly reasonable enough to, to, to take those things in and to, and like you said, he's got irons in the fire. I, I don't, I don't think it makes any sense for him to, to ask out right now, but I also think that he is probably self-aware enough to realize like, listen, it's not an indictment. If, if this doesn't work, it's not necessarily an indictment on me or an indictment on Tatum. It might just be that the pairing isn't that good. And if that's the case, that's when I can start to see him asking for a trade. I don't think it's going to be because he, he hates Jason Tatum or he hates Marcus Smart or he hates Boston or anything like that. I think, you know, at some point, we're all probably going to know whether or not Jalen and Jason work as a pairing. And that would be the point that I think I could see, you know, somebody asking for a trade, but probably not just, you know, out of spite or out of like, just like a, you know, like a little temper tantrum or something. That's not who these guys are. I don't think. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So, um, all right. So we'll just leave it there. I, I think, uh, well, you know, I guess, I guess we'll just, we'll see, we'll see <laughs> what's going on. Um, but I, I'm not putting any stock into, Jalen being like on the verge. So, right. All right. Tom Westerholm, Geno Time Podcast, Boston.com. Friend of mine. Good talking to you, man. Appreciate you, man. So, I think that just about covers it. Um, I'm not too worried about this report. 
but you know, it certainly gets, gets people's attention for sure. So uh, thanks to Tom Westerholm. Thanks uh, to you for watching. Check out Tom at Tom underscore NBA on Twitter and you regular subscribers. Thank you so, so much for making lockdown Celtics, your first listen every day. I'm very, very grateful for you listening and, and all of that. It's a free daily podcast. If you're new and you're just getting to this point, you want to subscribe. I hope that you do because this show drops daily Monday through Friday. No one else is giving you this level of Celtics content. No one is doing it daily like Locked On Celtics. So subscribe. If you are a subscriber, share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family that they should be listening to and watching the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network.